Hello, you guys. Welcome to the Second World Issue Podcast. My name is Ketia, and I'm your host. So for today's episode, I have a co-host. However, my co-host is not here in the flesh. She's on the phone. We had to improvise because our schedule differed, so it was impossible for us to be together to record this episode. However, we did want to um, actually put something out for this week. So we've decided to have her be on the phone and so she can give you so I guess we so we can conversate. So if you notice uh, audio difference, that's why. And before we get started, let me introduce the host, or better yet, let her introduce herself. Go ahead. Hey everybody, this is your girl Patrice Lux on the line. You can follow me at well, you can follow me on Insta at Patrice P A T R I E S. Okay, and uh, for today's topic, today's topic is actually a topic that I think a lot of girls like, um, like males or females can relate to, and that is confidence, how to obtain confidence and how to maintain confidence, because you can, confidence is something that you can achieve, confidence is something that can be attained and lost. Um, and it could be affected by, you know, life events, physical changes, um, mental changes. So we're going to talk about like what we do, even though, you know, I'm not going to lie and say I'm the most confident person, but I've developed confidence over the years. And how about you, Patrice? Same year, you know, once you learn to love doesn't get better than that that's true so I have a list of questions the first one being um how did you gain your confidence or how are you working to achieve maximum confidence well for one how I achieve my confidence is after puberty <laughs> Ladies, when you're going through your puberty phase, don't worry, it gets better. <laughs> so once I started growing up and you know, getting my adult features, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not the same ugly duckling before. <laughs> and then once you start taking better care of yourself, like pampering yourself, it's okay, get your hair done once in a while. You know, wear some nice clothes, you know your style. That's about it. That's how I started. And the, you know, better you take care of yourself, the better you notice, oh, I do. I, I am, I do. You know, you start to build it up. I can totally relate. That's how I see. Yeah, because growing up, I too wasn't the most confident. And especially in the time that I grew up, being dark skinned was like. <laughs> We were clowned, you know, in school because we were called like what African booty scratcher, black black, and all of that. Charcoal. Oh yeah, charcoal. But like, 
white pussy, burnt white sketchy cheek, burnt toast. <laughs> <in the> night. <laughs> yeah, so like, especially like. They used to a lot of <laughs> Exactly, like they had so like, many insults. <laughs> exactly, the list goes on. I could continue. <laughs> what else? <laughs> but. creative with the insults. I'm gonna shy you, just scrubbing your skin till you see all the dirt come off. You know when you rub your skin a lot in the shower? you like, I gotta get this black off. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I remember, yeah. you know, I almost attempted bleaching. Of course, you're gonna think about bleaching because at that stage, you think that's the only way you'll be considered pretty. That is true. Because I remember my best friend, she was light-skinned. And she was getting like hella attention, and I was just like, "Yeah!" And I was just, "Yeah!" I was just there, and I was just like, "Is it my skin?" You know what I mean? So that that did take a toll on my confidence. I did feel that in order for me to feel better, I would need to be lighter. See, with me, like I was black and I was African, so it was both. Black African was Haitian too. They call me. <laughs> they used to say "Awawa." Yeah. Yo. Yes. They used to mm-hmm. say that all the time. Awawa. And keep in mind, right? Like, I'm Haitian. I'm not uh-huh. even African. They used to say "Awawa" to me, like. <laughs> Yo, they used to disgrace us. What? To the point they ask, "Are you African?" Like, nah, I'm just black. Yo. No, I never. Like, because I, I was I had an accent so I couldn't like lie and get away with it. <laughs> so I couldn't be like, I'm American. <laughs> you could be like American. <laughs> Why you sound like that? Right. I had a whole accent to point had put for me. I mean it's like Esau. Yeah, I wasn't like Esau too. You know? I'm like, damn, this country don't like me. <laughs> yeah. So how like crazy. But it's so so different now like how things change like now dark skin girls are being glorified mm-hmm. and it's just like why did it take so long for people to recognize that you know beauty is within and you know it's not about color and all that stuff but why does it take so why did it take so long for them to say that we're beautiful you know all women should be beautiful and equally loved you know don't love this person more because Of getting light skinned children. successful black men they usually never go for um it as that not just a black woman but a dark-skinned black girl that's almost like never happened 
The only person I can think of uh, from the top of my head who's successful with a black, a dark-skinned wife is Denzel Washington. And um, Denzel Washington. Girl, I thought she said Fort Washington. I'm like, <laughs> the city? No, Denzel Washington and that guy from Blackish. Um, Anthony something, Anthony something. You know who the else? Dad? Yeah, the dad. The dad. She he has a dark skinned wife, and that's pretty much who I can oh, think he of. Does? Yeah, and she's like really, she's like chocolatey. <laughs> but then in the show, his wife is what? And that's one thing I do notice on TV as well is um, the when if the husband is always dark skinned and the wife is always light skinned. If you mm-hmm. think about it, like proud like family. Um, Oscar was dark skin. Mm-hmm. Trudy was light skin. Like most shows, the wife is always lighter than the husband. So I do think, like, well, while our generations were watching those shows as uh, as kids, like we were subconsciously um, conditioned to believe that, um, or even our men were conditioned to believe that. Oh, since I'm dark skin, I should aim for a lighter skin woman because you know how they glorify lighter skin and i heard that it did the that whole um what's the word the whole complex came from like back in the days during slavery time where um like the light-skinned slaves were house slaves while the darker skin were filth slaves yeah 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 so that's how this complex came. This inferior inferiority complex came with darker skin. It's like, oh, because I'm dark skin, that you know what I mean. So it just makes dark, darker skin people feel inferior to lighter skin, and because lighter skin is closer to being white, and obviously at that time being white was something that everybody wished they were because black were being oppressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And looked over and all that stuff. Yeah, it's exactly. crazy. Mm-hmm. But look how far we come, and we're still going. Exactly, you but know? we we have a long way to go because we have people out here like Kodak Black, and even Chris Brown. Yeah, Chris Brown. Yeah, because but... you heard about the whole thing he said about the he only mess with chicks with good hair. And look at um, all his girlfriends look like Gucci. Exactly, and they all have that exotic look. Mm-hmm. Then, and then people be trying to throw the word like preference out there, like, oh, that's just his yeah. preference. I don't like. There's a like Jackie Ina made a video about people saying the whole preference thing and try to excuse their colorism with the word preference. And she totally made sense. She was like, having a preference is just something that you prefer. But if something else came along, you would take it. But, like, a lot of these men, like, even if the dark-skinned girl is just, like, the best thing they could ever happen, but because they have that colorist uh, mentality, they will not wife her or even be with her because she's dark skin and they prefer a lighter skin in hopes of having lighter more exotic looking children 
for and this. Do you, I, do you notice, like, on social media, like, exotic-looking children get praised more than darker-skinned children? And even so, um, this one guy that I know, he basically said how he wants light-skinned kids over dark-skinned kids, but he has both light-skinned and dark-skinned kids, which is so crazy. I'm sure he probably showed but, more love to his light-skinned kids than his dark-skinned kids. Yeah, but to go back to that preference thing, thing they um basically try to say, you know, girls, we say that we don't like light-skinned guys. We prefer dark-skinned guys, right? So, they're like, is that not the same thing as them saying, I like a light-skinned girl rather than a dark-skinned girl? Like, it's what do you call that? What's that one word? Contradicting. That's not true because if you notice, there's a difference between how girls say stuff versus how guys say it. Like, a girl can be like, I prefer a dark-skinned man. But obviously, if they find a light-skinned guy who genuinely likes them and they like that, they're not going to be like, oh, no, I don't like him because he light-skinned. That's not how we think. So when when women say stuff like that, I take it with a grain of salt. However, when men say stuff like that, I take it more serious because men they I don't know, they just not even that, they just like believe it. Like do did you hear how like Kodak Black was just going in on like dark skinned girl why he can't be with a dark skinned girl? Like he said it with so much passion and it was just that's just what he believed. Like Exactly. He believed it in his core. That's that's what he you know what I mean? So yeah, that's that's why I don't think that it's a double standard. Cause yeah, that's just what I think. Ooh, we went off on a bender, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about um confidence. When I guess that kind of fits into you know why you know some girls it's hard for some girls to be confident. Yeah. Because society and all that. Exactly. Uh, society have like set so many standards for our women that it's most of them are unattainable. From sizes mm-hmm. to the color of your skin. Your body shape. Your body shape. The, Nowadays, everybody's getting their body done. Exactly. Like, you ain't going to see nothing natural. To the point people ask me, is, is my body done? <laughs> exactly. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shutting down anybody who wants or who had gotten a breakdown, you know, to each of us. But it's because you see a lot of people doing it and a lot of men craving it. So you guys feel like, okay, if I look this way, I look good. Most of you guys, I guess, I don't know if you do it. Some might do it because they want to. Some might do it because it's going to make them feel more confident. Some might just follow the trend, but still. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, a lot of women, they do it not because of self-confidence. Well, I guess in a way it kind of ties into self-confidence, but it's just to gain the attention of their male counterparts. Because, you know, men, like I said, they have this unrealistic expectations of what a woman a woman should look like and all these instagram um models and 
um, celebrities are getting praised for their looks. And most of the time, their looks aren't natural. So therefore, if that's what the guy is seeing all the time, so that becomes what they expect a woman to look like. And if a woman don't look like that, in their eyes, the woman isn't beautiful. So now, for in order for the woman to feel like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm losing my train of thoughts. Oh, here we go. So for the woman to feel like, so for the woman to get the attention of the men, they feel like they have to go under the knife to achieve that perfect hourglass figure. Don't you think so? Yeah. And I also think that some women do it for a check. For a check? That that type of body attracts certain type of men. Oh, yeah, that's true. Men with money. You know, some... Can we talk about how that leading into that, since you already brought that up, People go under the knife because it's a self-confident thing, and to attract the men so that. Because nowadays, I don't think women want to work. You know, it's a lot of people getting worked up. Like, yeah, um, I'm gonna get food out. You know, that's the thing. Everybody want to get food out. Nobody's looking for real love nowadays. I know what you're saying is making sense and it's it's kind of parallel to what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that is one thing I've noticed. And yeah, like a lot of women, they just want things handed to them from a man. They rely on a man to get anything. They don't have anything on their own. And that ties down with the body. You're not being true to yourself and who you are. You go get that body, and that's even worse because that means they going If you don't have your own, a guy gonna treat you however the way they want to. Mm-hmm. That is a good point. <laughs> My mom always said that. She always says, if you rely on a guy for everything, he will treat you like trash. And that's true because at the end of the day, you don't have nothing. Exactly. And if they leave and you, you're at nothing. Exactly. So it's just like, it's really crazy. Like, society is crazy. Someone said, I wish, can I be, can I go back and be born at a later date? Because I don't like this generation. And <laughs> that's my whole mood. Like, this generation is just insane. Really insane. Their mentality is so off. Like every, it's so hard. That's why if you find someone that's like, if you see a girl who's on her stuff, like you need to applaud her because it's hard. Like society will eat you up. But if you have a strong mindset and you know where you want to be and you know yourself, you won't get through it. But if you let society eat you up with beauty standards or like <clears throat> how much you're supposed to make or like anything yeah and that's another thing too like girls in this generation they just want to show off so they'll do anything to get to like for example everybody is wearing designers so girls out here are selling themselves just to get designers right. And it doesn't matter, like, you, 
sleeping with somebody for a bag and you actually working and you buying that bag for yourself, those are two different feelings. Because Yo. you're like, damn, like, I really did this shit. Rather than the guy just handing it to you. When you, exactly, like, do you like the feeling when you saved your money to achieve a goal? To achieve that, that, that means you, you're doing something right. Exactly. And that's when you appreciate what you have even more. To appreciate it even more. Because you know the value of it. Exactly. And that's your blood, sweat, and tears. Exactly. But some girls just want, like, easy life. Everything's easy. But then when the body counts rack up. I feel like a lot of girls don't even care about that at this point. Which is kind of sad because I do believe that like your body count is... Because you're just adding people. And I do feel like everybody that you've slept with have some kind of soul ties to you. Do you believe that? Yeah, so it's like, it's like one night, so. Huh? Some girls, we have a one night. Yeah, and it's just like, and it's not it's just once or twice. It's like repeatedly, they just keep having, it's like a repeated pattern. And they're just racking up bodies. And you're just mm-hmm. adding, like, you just, because maybe I feel like both for girls and guys it should be the same because guys be having that pretense like oh because we're we're not being penetrated we're the one who's penetrating we don't feel anything but what they don't think is that you're entering somebody's inside that's kind of that is so <laughs> that's so graphic <laughs> like the, you think girls some girls don't see it like that some girls just see it as another fuck for you know, exactly, and that's what's sad you about have, it but too. If you intimate with someone that you really care about is different. You know, it's different from someone you just like you have sex with. Making love and having sex two different things. When you make love with somebody that you really, really, you know, like that's your dude. Like, damn, you do anything for this nigga. You know, he do anything for you. It's just magical. That's true. But girls mm-hmm. nowadays, like I said, this generation, no one's gonna get married though. Like, and they don't even take marriage serious. I feel like marriage is I, just yeah, like, anything to I them. I see my father and my mom, and I'm just like, damn, like my mom is so lucky because my father catered to my mom, and my mom catered to my father. Like how it's supposed to be fifty fifty quality stuff, but it's just gonna be so hard to find someone like that but if you find someone to grow with you know relations about growth you grow with the person you build with the person you have to go so far but like mm-hmm. i said don't let society eat you up society's gonna eat you up that's true oh i have a there's another question how does confidence tie in into relationship? Does your self confidence affect? Can your self confidence affect your relationship? Um, can your self confidence, or just confidence um, in general, affect relationship? Um, it depends. You, well, it depends. Do you feel like is it bad to be have too much confidence? 
No, as, no, like, for example, just you having confidence in yourself. You know how some girls are, like, so insecure that they uh-huh. control everything. Like, at least they try to control everything that their significant others do. Oh, oh, girl. Me, I don't try to, I will not do that. Because I'm, every day, if your dude with you, it's because he want to be with you. That's true. But some girls, that don't, like, if your confidence is low, so every little girl that you see your dude speaking to, it's going to affect you. You're going to think, oh, mate, she's and prettier than me. She has this better than me. And that will affect the, and um, that, that affects the relationship. That's why you got to know who you're dealing with. You got to have confidence. You got to know yourself. You know, if your dude is with you, it's because he's with you. That's how I see it. My dude is with me because he's with me. And he does not want to lose me. So, therefore, I know to trust my dude around certain people, whatever, depending on the type of relationship you and that person has. But um, as far as me being insecure when I see him with another girl, heck no, because I know I'm one of the baddest bitches he ever seen. So, therefore, the... um. Me having self confidence does not affect my relationship. I guess it doesn't affect it negatively. Yeah, it doesn't affect my relationship negatively. Yeah, Yeah. I I know girls, (laughs) every time they see their dude with a female, their body starts itching. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and they always want to like say something to the female or ask funny towards the female and it's just like, chill out, girl. And then that's another thing. If a girl knows that you're insecure or weak when it comes to your neck, she's gonna she's gonna be petty and she's gonna try some slick stuff to like see what you're gonna do. That's why you can't let no other girl see that you're not confident in yourself. Because if you ever let a, the next girl try to upbeat you in front of your dude, that's bad. Don't. And that's why I'll never do that. Exactly. That's that's so you should always have confidence. Even if And confidence is attractive, honestly. I know men always say that confidence is attractive. You can't be the girl that's always like, Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Just know that you're it and that there's no better per and there's no one above you, basically. Exactly. Just know that you're shit. And the one thing I do is, like, even though sometimes, sometimes, obviously, I'm human, so I get um, self-conscious about certain things. But sometimes, you know, I just be looking at myself. I'm like, are you that girl? Are you that bitch? Even on your worst day, you got to know you're the baddest bitch. Exactly. And and it's like, damn, I look good. And I tell myself that all the time. Exactly. You know, it took me a while for me to like be comfortable in my own skin. It took me a long time because of society standards. You being too dark, or I'm being too like heavy set, or like me having short nappy hair. Like, you know, once you comfortable with walking around without makeup, like I asked, I asked, um, today, like, how long did it take you for you to walk around without makeup, like? The process of getting it is really hard, but once you get there, it's no going back. Like, you're going to just be like, you're just going to kind of be like, damn, like, why didn't I feel like this, like, a long time ago? Like, mm-hmm. being confident is so 
because nobody can tell you shit at the end of the day because you know you the shit. Exactly. Okay, but if you don't, if you, you know, fam, if you have so much insecurities and ah, heck, you can't, man. Life is not going to be good for you. Exactly. Exactly. Going back on what you said about going out with make without makeup. Like when she asked me that question, you know, I had to like sit back for a second and think about it. And I was just like, I remember there was a period of time when I was even to go to the grocery store. You know, I would have makeup. I would have to put some kind of eyebrows on or anything because I was so self-conscious about my face naturally. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't even remember when I just stopped caring. Exactly. But once you stop caring, it feels good. Exactly. So it's like, such a relief. Like, I can just get up and go. I don't have to, like, get up. Go. Like, what? You know what I mean? When I started, actually, when I was in school and I started going out without makeup, I'm like, okay, girl, like, you don't need that. Like, you look good regardless. Exactly. Like, it's good. And then, like, you should be comfortable around your significant others to, like, not wear makeup around like if you have to wear makeup around your your significant other twenty four seven then that's some that's a bad thing. Like if you have to look good twenty four seven like the guy that I was talking to, he always told me I look like someone household. <laughs> but it's so funny because like I don't care. He really like on my off days I'm gonna be chilling regardless. And he's <laughs> still gonna want you regardless. Exactly. But at the end of the day He's still here because, why a dude, if he really want to be with you, he's going to accept you first and all. Definitely. So, and that's one like, thing, too. Like, don't kill yourself over a dude. If he if he sees you without makeup and he leaves, then that wasn't meant for you. Exactly. Only, if he has a problem with you. Love, exactly. If he doesn't love, love you naturally, that's not the person for you. Let him go. For you at all. Exactly. If he always wants you to, like, wear makeup or like look a certain way then you should leave exactly because, because he's not going to tell how I'm going to look exactly which isn't and I know girls I know girls <laughs> Like they sleep, like they wake up before their significant other to put makeup on so the person don't see them and brush their teeth and I think that's just so like that's like being in, in prison. That's like you being enslaved to exactly. looking perfect all the time. Girl, I'll be sweet love open and all. Exactly. Like, I'll be there if I wake up. I do to put makeup on. I know. I'll be drooling, like snoring, and all of that. Right. And if they leave, then that's just they leave. That's not the that's person for you. Right. I cannot come and kill myself. Exactly. And never think, don't love anybody too much where you stop loving yourself. Exactly. Because when you do that, they're going to take advantage of that. Exactly. And you always need to put yourself first. Even no matter how bomb the dick is. We're keeping it PG-13. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> we can relate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, no matter how... That's one thing, too, like, no matter, that's one thing about self-love and self-confidence. You need to know when to leave a situation alone. Mm-hmm. You need to be confident enough to know when to leave a situation alone. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, you just have to know your worth. Exactly. Once and we know our worth, exactly. then everything else is like history. Like, if a guy do one thing, I am out. Like, you saw the swims on me, I, I think I'm head out. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> let him, like, let me catch him in a lie. I am out. <laughs> You'll be quick to leave. Exactly. But it's hard. It could be hard, so it's hard, depending on how long the relationship is, you know? Or how, and if like... And if you were Scorpio, you know, as Scorpios, we love hard, so it's really hard for us to leave. Do you think that is is the same for, like, male Scorpios? Do they? Do you think they love hard as well? I think so, too. I think male Scorpios love hard. Maybe not as hard as the girls, but I know us, speaking from the girls' point, because I really never dealt with a male Scorpio, but from a girl's perspective, because I know my sorry ass, I love hard, and when I love, I love, and I'm willing to, like, give you my backbone and everything. <laughs> yeah, true. I but guess, I don't know, I, I guess I've never loved enough to know whether, but I guess I, when I love my friends, I love hard. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so sad. Okay. <laughs> and right. I don't so know. you never, and out of all your relationships, you never love one of them? I love them, but not like to a point where, like, I'll be sad when they leave or like when something happened and we're no longer in contact. But at the end of the day, it's like, I can't come and kill myself. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. I guess maybe it's just my coping mechanism. I just don't care just so I don't get hurt. I mean, I did get hurt before, and it wasn't it wasn't pretty. So I guess my coping mechanism to save myself from heartache is just not to care too much. However, I do care. Just like, oh, dude, I still genuinely care, but will I talk? No. you don't? I mean, I I don't know. I didn't love him, but I cared about him. Enough. Yeah. That's, oh, okay, maybe that's how I should put it. I've cared about people, but I've never loved. In relationships, that is. But I love, obviously, my friends and family. Mm. Yeah. I guess. Well, I don't live only. I don't even like, I, see me, I'm soft, like, a handful. I I love you if I see you. I mean, I don't like to. I don't. I don't judge. I don't want people to judge me. So if you in my life and you don't judge me based on my actions or me trying, I'm trying to improve myself, and you're there to do it all and stuff like that. You know, I would love you. You know, you don't want to like I like you said. You don't want a guy that's gonna judge you because you're trying to get your shit together, mm-hmm. or because. You, they want you to look a certain way, or you don't look like this. X Y Z. Now, you want a guy that loves you for you, exactly. No matter what, you know. And if I see that a guy that loves me for who I am, and not they don't want me to be someone else, that's when I fall in love with them. Because it's hard finding guys like that. It's hard finding guys who will actually grow with you or try to help you grow rather than just coming to waste your time like you know he may have his flaws and all but still that's important 
So I think, oh, we're up short for time. So this is it for this episode of the second world issue. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this segment that we created. And uh, once again, my name is Ketsia and my co-host for today was Patrice Lux. And follow me on the gram. Exactly. And follow me on social media at Katsyagama. And uh, thank you guys for listening to this podcast, like I said once before. And uh, stay tuned for our next video. Hopefully this video, I don't go on another hiatus where you guys don't hear from me for months. It's okay, guys, because I don't hear from her either. <laughs> Life just be hard sometimes, you know what I mean? So, I just, I do obviously want to take this podcast serious, but it's just sometimes finding content and um, finding hosts or co-hosts to, you know, talk and conversate with is hard to find. So, that's the re- that's one of the reasons I kind of stopped uploading. So, hopefully it gets better and stay tuned for our next episode. Goodbye. Our job. Bye. <laughs>